everybody, and welcome to our special in-person version of the Earthborn Rangers podcast, Earthborn Games podcast, where we play Earthborn Rangers. Uh, I am Andrew Fisher. Our host, Anders Carlton, Carl, uh, Carlson, is on his way. Um, he probably will be joining us in the middle of this filming. Um, we have a pretty special episode for you all today. We are going to be playing the game uh, and showing it off to all of you. Uh, but first... We're going to need to sleeve it. Uh, we got to copy this game printed. Where'd you end up printing this, Curry? Smart set. It's a local place. Smart set here in the Twin Cities. Uh, it, it's not exactly representative of final quality. There's some artifacts and uh, the corners aren't rounded or anything, but pretty nice. Yeah, well, it's definitely the most expensive copy of the game ever. <laughs> <laughs> so in that way, it's like yeah. collector's edition. Yes, mm -hmm. this, is a, this is a $300 copy of Earth. <laughs> yes. And it doesn't even come with tokens. So you get to watch or a very a box. premium version, $300 version of Earthborn Rangers get played. <laughs> um, so we're going to sleeve this up because uh, we don't want to damage this as we, as we play it. So we're going to sleeve it up and kind of do a normal uh, chatty episode of the podcast as we do. Uh, when we're done with that, I think next episode, uh, we are going to have Evan and Anders yep. play through the uh, prologue, uh, and then maybe even the first day. So um, That might be episode three. Episode three would yeah, be the yeah. first day. All right, cool. Um, so yeah, uh, welcome. And uh, if you are listening on Spotify or any of our other just audio sources, for this episode, we may be sharing a card or two. But uh, generally, we're just going to be chatting, so you shouldn't miss it too much. But for next episode, when we start playing, you may want to check out the video version on YouTube. Awesome. Yeah. And I think I heard Anders arrive. So be oh, my gosh. This is creeping through the house. Yeah. We, perfect any moment now. We originally were going to hopefully have this whole game sleeved before Anders <laughs> got here. Uh, but we, we did some audio. We had some audio uh, um, we did challenges. Time. We, could, we might yeah, be able go. to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> go. See if we can get them all sleeved. I think yeah. he's in the kitchen. Sleep the whole thing. Oh, here, Corey. I'm at the weird corner. Yeah. All right. Here. Oh, yeah. Here. Yes. Personalities. This will be good because I can just tell Anders to check to make sure the cameras are still rolling. <laughs> <laughs> like, just does it have a big red circle in the corner? But yeah, so uh, we kind of figured we would just chat as we sleeved and uh, maybe, you know, talk about some different cards as we came, uh, came upon them. Uh, we could also uh, talk about, we got a couple listener questions last time, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, Evan, you were talking about one we got. Oh, yeah. The question on the moment card art. Yeah, we, um, we got a question about... Do you remember which one it was? Um, shoot. <laughs> I think it was Familiar Ground. Yeah, yeah there it is. Mm. You got it right there. Yep. So um, I think we got a question on Familiar Ground and uh, the art on it specifically. Uh, we are, we're rolling the, the top shot for this sleeving portion. Yeah, yeah. All right. So <laughs> um, I'll just kind of put this in the middle. Uh, we we kind of have art by... Uh, Wayne O'Connor here, right? Yep. Um, where this guy is jumping over some kind of puffball-style mushrooms, uh, and and there's some particles flying in the air, and there was some questions about... Oh, hello! Hey, Welcome. <laughs> Welcome, Just howdy. We You're... just got started. Yeah, yeah, we're talking. We had to some, the we had some audio challenges. So, <laughs> as in Corey shouldn't should have bought a different mic. Right? Yeah, Anders yeah, Carlson has yeah. walked yeah. in the room. He is tall and resplendent. <laughs> you are, yeah. you're, you're way and more, he's... you're way taller in person than I, <laughs> yeah. than I had imagined. And it was Anders' birthday yesterday too, right? Oh, yes, indeed. Yeah. Happy, Happy birthday! birthday. Are we, Happy you're birthday. filming right now? Yeah. 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 <laughs> there's a camera right there. There's one right there. Yeah, just be careful of that audio recorder over there. <laughs> yeah, just don't step on the. Wow. 
Um, the cards. The yeah. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> so yeah, the the question. What was the question? It was. Um. So it, the the question was just about uh, what we're seeing in the in the picture. What kind of mushrooms are those? Yeah. Are, it, it, are those, oh, uh, those yeah. spores poisonous? I got the sense that the, they wanted to know if the, the specific de details about the art and what it has to do with maybe the lo potential lore of the game. And honestly, the, the question is, um, or the answer is, this is one of the first moment art pieces that we uh, had Wayne do. So mm -hmm. we, didn't, we were just making cool stuff. Uh, Wayne was making cool stuff. And we went with it. Um, mechanic or the thematics of the card art coincide with the mechanics in that he's, as you see in the in the oh, it's right there already. Um, he's sort of pole vaulting over these like mushroom fungus uh, pod spore pod things, and he's forcing one to expel its spores as he's vaulting over it. And um, I, I guess that in a way. He, that ranger is um, adding like damage or adding harm. Sorry, adding harm to the uh, flora, as the mechanics of the card states. Add one, uh, one harm to a flora to add three progress to a trail. So essentially, he's adding harm to that little fungal patch, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In did, world. Did, to... did um did we have the mechanics of the card uh, worked out when Wayne first did that first concept piece? Or did we kind of match them up? I think. So you'd started adding mechanical descriptions to the spreadsheet, but I don't remember if you had done that for this one because it was like I said, it was so early. It was one of the first moment pieces that Wayne did. So, um, yeah, that's the, the answer, I guess. Cool. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Evan. Yeah. Like one of the coolest, I think, things about working with Wayne, especially at the beginning, um, was well, it was a great work with Wayne the entire time. But we started with him just doing a bunch of sketches oh, yeah. like he was just inspired by yeah. the setting and the lore material so he did a ton of stuff like these really great gestural this great gestural style that he has um of just like rangers like doing stuff yeah mm -hmm. uh like we have like one like a ranger like riding like a toxin eater and other things that just aren't anywhere in the game and uh this is one of those concepts ultimately okay so, cool yeah so like it didn't we don't have we didn't have anything with like puffer mushrooms but it was just so cool we're like yeah that's that's awesome yeah, yeah. and it, it works yeah. really well with the card mechanics mm -hmm. yeah it makes sense that he's like oh i know this environment right and i know that i can utilize this environment to my benefit mm -hmm. you know yeah and take this shortcut through yeah. uh you know through the underbrush or in this case through the the, the mushrooms yeah yep. and to the question about poison I, I don't they're probably not super poisonous since he's probably inhaling some of those <laughs> <laughs> well uh do we want to get get anders in here um yeah i sure uh, we can scooch on over i've got a mic i've got a mic for you anders all right well uh if we if we edit it out, uh, we're back. <laughs> and uh, shifted down here. Uh, Andres has taken his rightful place as yep. one of the at uh, one of the player seats for the game tonight. <laughs> I walked right into Fisher's house and uh, went straight to the bathroom in this house I've never been to before. <laughs> that felt really weird. Ho ho hoping and praying you have the the right y house. Yes. Oh, I heard the familiar voices downstairs. So. It's just it's just some complete strangers listening to the Earthborn Rain, yeah. the Earthborn podcast downstairs. Right. What are the odds? <laughs> <laughs> Anders, the host of Earthborn podcast, just 
so pissed in I, my toilet. I, I was having difficulties <laughs> sleeving these because I started mm. sleeving them. I was like, oh, these are like all the reward cards. So then oh. I was like, well, I don't want to like give them all away because people, you know, you could easily just like kind of zoom in on the video oh, and then uh, some. find some. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just sleeving them upside down. Oh, okay. Yeah, we were worried when we got this this printing. The cards are a little wider than what our final cards would be. Mm -hmm. And uh, they just barely fit in the sleeve. This is a it's it's yeah. snug. Yeah, well, they don't have the yeah, they don't have the corners cut either. So okay, I'd like to just say, as the, you know, seeing this for the first time, these cards are beautiful. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Amazing. Thank you. I'm like thrilled right now. Awesome. I'm not like thrilled. I'm I am thrilled. <laughs> I know people don't like when we say like. So. Well, I know you saw them on. A, yeah, look at that one. There's oh, yeah. oh, oh yep. there's one of mine. Yeah. There we go. Let me look at it. Let me you see can sleeve it. it. Yeah, you saw them on uh, TTS, right? Uh, no, I didn't. You I, never I, saw them I haven't. Anything? You told me not to. I asked if I should go do it, and you all said, "Wait till this." Oh, sure, yeah. So yeah, he is, he is coming in unspoiled. Nice. Dang, super cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, which which art pieces did you end up doing, Anders? So you did the spider. The spider. You here, did the clover. This bat. Oh yeah. So you, yep. yeah, they're and all they're yeah, all yeah, the ravine set. If you just um, you can set order. cards out just anywhere, kind of in the play field. If you just it's focused on here, so you can just okay. kind of set them on the ground. To... Here are three that I made. What was the other one? Oh, this the web. The web. That's the next one. They're all in a row. There we go. Oh, wait, where is it? There it is. Here we go. Yeah. Ah, yes. Wow. Yeah, so that, that makes up kind of the heart awesome. of the Ravine set, which mm -hmm. is one of our sets uh, kind of later in the game. It's a, it's a harder set. It focuses, like, we kind of wanted to get across the theme of, um, like, when you're hiking and traversing ravines, it's often pretty cramped cool. and crowded near the, the base of them. Mm -hmm. Or even when you're, like, up high on the, the side of a ravine, you're usually having to go single file. So we used a lot of mechanics to kind of represent things going single file. There's things that like have to be in front of one ranger at a time, or things that require your ranger tokens where you have to kind of work together. Um, so there's there's this kind of feeling of like limited space in the ravine set that mm -hmm. I, I think we achieved pretty well. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I think the, the loose boulder card is captures that really, really well. Is that the hot potato one? That's the hot potato one, yeah, where it's an obstacle that sits in front of you and it's like slowly degrading over time and if it falls apart while it's in front of you then you take two injuries. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you have to like, everybody has to put their ranger token on it, but you can only do it while it's in front of you and it passes to the next person. Yeah. And you have to do it all before the loose boulders collapse on you, so yeah. it's the, the game of hot potato. Mm. Also, the art window is sort of claustrophobic because of all the <laughs> mechanical <laughs> Sorry, Evan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of the more extreme examples. That's one of the more extreme examples. I think that's about as small as oh, well, yeah. we should get. That, <laughs> that and Whispering Field, yes. I think, are our two worst yeah, cards as far as uh, art window goes. Beautiful art. Has to get shrunk down. It's still about an inch. And Evan, <laughs> Evan is always so polite about it. Whenever we... Uh, like Brooks and I would design cards that like really take up a bunch of space. Evan will just like very politely reach out and be like, uh, "Excuse me, is is the art window going to be this tiny little popsicle stick sliver?" <laughs> to which you say yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> we need all those words. No, we we try to uh, even though we have the scaling text box on the path card, we really tried to limit ourselves as much as we could. Um, the cards we really went text heavy on tend to be kind of what we call like these like centerpiece cards. 
They're usually like one per set, and it really dramatically changes the experience when it comes out. So for those, we got a little more mechanically heavy, but um, we tried not to go that text dense on cards you'd be drawing multiple copies of during play. Mm -hmm. So people might ask, are we practicing what we preach with these sleeves? And are we using sleeves that we've used before? Oh, yes. And the answer is yes. Yeah, I, um, they, they, these were actually from old uh, <laughs> prototype copies of, uh, of games we worked on. And I had to, I had to, I de-sleeved, removed all the cards from all of these sleeves before recording because I was worried that like some of them may be unreleased material that we shouldn't like put on camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so uh, these are all used sleeves. So at least we're uh, reusing mm -hmm. for a, a material that we can't really get a, a sustainable version of, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. I saw on the fan discord that someone threw out the idea of like the finger sleeves Yes, I feel like it, that. I, I think I was. I thought about that in one of the. Or I mentioned that in one of the we early talk, podcasts. Yeah, we talked about that in the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah that you worked with. Yeah, I mean, that, but, I would do that. <laughs> but they mocked it up. They had like white gloves, like you know, you might handle like fancy art with or something. Yeah. And they put like well, one of our icons on it. Like yeah. it goes like the progress <laughs> icon <laughs> icon on it. Yeah. Sleeve your hands, not your cards. <laughs> it was really good. That's a good. It was. It was a good killer. Just imagine grabbing a handful of Cheetos with those pristine white gloves. Oh, no. <laughs> Done. Um, but yes, so uh, other we had a couple other questions come in. One was actually about the format of this podcast. As we were shaking up the podcast quite a bit with our sleeving and playing episodes, um, one person kind of asked about what our plans are for the future of the podcast, especially as we get up to release and after the game is out. Um, do we plan on um, kind of keeping our same format? Do we plan on doing more play, other bringing back other segments like our, our top games and stuff? Mm -hmm. uh, have you given that any thought, Andrew, as how to we want to format the podcast in the future? I've, I've thought about it a lot, but I don't think I've necessarily landed on anything, anything immediately concrete. Uh, I think we definitely want to do more fun little segments. Uh, we did have, a, have an idea for a segment where, since we've worked on so many other games, um, where we break out one of those old games we worked on and talk about our memories working on it or things we learned from it or fun little anecdotes and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and we could maybe even play that game too. That might be fun. Could be like a game club, like a book club. You know? Yeah. Ask the next week we're going to be talking about this one. So go. Yeah. Today we'll be talking about the Rune Wars miniatures game. <laughs> uh, hey, I've got it right up there. <laughs> I saw Fallout right there. Yep, um, I played that last night. Oh, really? Uh huh. Oh. I worked on it, ordered the game when it came out. Haven't played it yet. Yeah, I, I played just... it a fair amount. Uh, so yeah, we have ideas for doing stuff like that. Um, but I think we're, we're going to try to intersperse Oops. podcasts with us actually like playing playing the game. And I think we'll play through the, I think, the opening moments of the campaign uh, up to a point. But mm -hmm. obviously, we don't want to spoil everything. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure, you know, people watching don't necessarily, aren't really going to be interested in uh, watching stuff that's like super spoilery, spoilery mm -hmm. anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, but I do want to try to showcase the game through play as best we can. So I think what we what we could potentially do is 
I think once the game is out, then I think it's fair game. Mm-hmm. We could just start. Yeah, do do like our own kind of playthrough. full campaign playthrough. Yeah, then I think we can just do it because people, other people are going to be doing that too. Uh, you know what you're getting into, but until up until that point, I think we can use the playing to showcase some of the other path sets that we haven't. Yeah, really shown yet. some of the later game ones that yeah, we haven't that aren't in the demo, um, or we could do challenges like maybe ask the community like what kinds of things they want us to try to accomplish yeah we could we could bust out build around it and we could bust out some of the the achievement list we've talked about you know like yeah what try to accomplish some really wild things yeah 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 because we i mean we do want to have an achievement list um on the website uh when the game's out so maybe we could live R&D our achievements and see how <laughs> achievable they actually are. <laughs> Try some of the really impossible ones. Yeah, that could be fun. Mm-hmm. There, there's a couple on that list that I'm like, are theoretically feasible, but you, re- I think you'd really have to cheese the game to accomplish. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what that's what achievements are for, right? To do <laughs> yeah, like, out of the ordinary. Let's stream mm-hmm. us just breaking our game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'd be fun. Take the gnome statue all the way from uh, Bone Tree Station to the end of the game <laughs> cool. without ever dropping I like it. That. Yeah. Have it equipped all the time. <laughs> Glitch it out. Up, it takes up three spots in your equipment. Glitch out of the map. You know, we, we break through to the underside of the valley's map in the video game and mm-hmm. <laughs> use that to, to skip a bunch of levels. Mm-hmm. I think you should design a mission that comes in a future expansion that doesn't resolve in the expansion and it just hangs out in your play area until like a, a, a subsequent <laughs> expansion or something. It's so just, people it's just, just don't say forever. anything, but they can't find any way to resolve the mission, so they're just, <laughs> they have to put it out every time while they play. Just troll <laughs> game cool. design. I love that. <laughs> well, we almost said, you discovered, uh, you discovered something in the mission. Yeah, that's where right. That yeah. could have happened <laughs> yeah. because we did have a mission that while it felt like it had a natural conclusion in the finale of the story, the way it was written, it never actually leaves play. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that's right. I don't remember which one that was. But. Yeah, but uh, you discovered that near the end, so we almost had that. Yeah. We almost had it. that was almost a problem we needed to solve in a future expansion. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, we can't. I remember which mission, but I think it's yeah, too spoilery for the story. Um, it. It, it's it's pretty critical to the story, but yeah, it, it never left play. Right. So you're like celebrating, and they're still. <laughs> uh, uh, Are we out of sleeves? We need or? sleeves. We need more sleeves. Oh no! Sleeve. All right. Yeah. Um. So I've got some here. I thought we were just no way we'd run out of sleeves. So I was unsleeping all those cards. Like Corey and I looked at the pile, and we were like, "Surely this is enough." I can start unsleeping over here. Here's some more. Are those? There we go. Good? Those yeah. Are yeah. Good. Yep. This is. Mm, probably not enough. Well, so we do have some fresh. Lights. Yeah, these ones are these fresh. Are I'm sorry, but they don't make these anymore. <laughs> What's so that? these are. Pot, or, that was <laughs> these were. Yeah, okay. having something that's Yeah, that's true. Game Genic took over making these like years ago. No one makes those. Now. These, yeah, these are. I think I have. We'll reuse them. <laughs> yeah, we'll reuse these someday. Oh yeah, I mean the. You these, didn't go out and buy new ones, I guess is the point. These two sitting in a box. These two drawers right <laughs> here are entirely filled with sleeves, and I just use and reuse until they split open. So I'm at least getting uh, value out of them. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let me check my laptop. I think we had one other uh, listener question that we can kind of throw at the group today. 
Um, oh, <laughs> no, the last one wasn't a listener question. It was a listener comment, uh, a vote for a type of merch. Because last time we were talking about mm. t-shirts mm -hmm. uh, and like printing on used t-shirts or whatever else, uh, there was a vote for a uh, Earthborn themed poncho. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, that's a good call. I love call. that. That's a good call. Poncho or like a cape. It would really <laughs> it would really enable uh, the Ranger cosplay. Yeah. Know? It would. Well, I have that one uh, foam hiking hat that is very Earthborn Ranger Z that I've considered a putting a logo hat? on. Yeah, it's the... Uh, I think I showed you a picture of it. Oh, that's right. You did. Yeah, it's kind of like the triangular thing. Yeah, it's like a conical hat and mm -hmm. it kind of rests on a freestanding uh, headband. Oh, wow. Like there's mesh and a headband and then it kind of balances <laughs> on top of that so it doesn't actually sit on your head. Oh, so, wow. So you can catch some breeze underneath your mm. underneath your hat. Yeah, when you, when you man's hat. And yeah. it's colorful. It's like a bright orange. When you said foam, I, my first thought was like the football Finger, like, like fingers. a cheese head? Yeah, or a cheese head, yeah. 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 <laughs> like, wow, <laughs> strange. Just, just hiking in the Packers yeah. no. cheese hat. It's like a, it has a foam, it's a foam cord, uh, but it's uh, some kind of synthetic material on top of that. Mm -hmm. I've got some hiking, like, I've got hiking hats and, and stuff, but nothing that's like, nothing that would pass as a ranger's cosplay, I don't think. <laughs> I would need to branch out to, to get some of that. Yeah, I would. I uh, I hope people cosplay. There's lots That'll of good cosplay amazing. opportunities. Oh my god, so. yeah. The Apelian spider would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. I'd like to see that. I might give it a shot. Oh yeah, here's another one of those uh, Wayne O'Connor um, pieces you were talking about, Andrew. Hmm. Um, or no, this isn't the one of him riding on the. Um, uh, it, this is the one of him like skipping through the treetops and there's like the caustic mulcher underneath. Yeah, so this is this one uh, Originally there was something else happening here and then in a feedback step I was like I see this and I doodled in this little caustic mulcher here mm -hmm. like chasing after him Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, but it was like uh, taking but that was part of what working with Wayne was so Why it was so great is he'd turn in these awesome pieces and then oftentimes they'd give Evan or, or I ideas and then we'd add little embellishments here here and there and um they're always super easy to do because of the style. So mm -hmm. you, I never really, I think there was like a, there's a freedom in working in this kind of style that you feel pretty safe throughout the entire process in making changes. Whereas, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you yeah. know, a more like fully rendered piece, at, there's, there's a point where no return unless mm -hmm. you just want to be a jerk. Yeah, yeah, where they're basically really just redoing the artist. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. yeah, I learned that <laughs> when Evan came back no, to you and just no, said no. redraw the whole spider. Uh, <laughs> there's quite a few changes. So yeah, so there's uh, there's so this so in Wayne's because of Wayne's style, like we were able to really be um, imaginative and really. There are a few that we definitely enhanced like very very late in the process. Mm -hmm. I was also really impressed with just how much he captured like other details from the world mm -hmm. um you know like obviously we tried as much as possible to create like lots of continuity between our art mm -hmm. but i feel like wayne really like every time i look at a wayne piece i see little details from other yeah. pieces of oh, art you can or, tell you really researched all of the available art at the time yeah mm -hmm. I, I was very impressed was awesome mm -hmm. 
But yeah, we're making pretty good progress with yeah. four people sleeping these cards. <laughs> um, this might end up as a, a fairly uh, short little intro episode. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. I like that. That's why I stopped. I was like, this is... I was like oh man, I want to make this episode so short. <laughs> you're, that good. you're that good at sleeving. <laughs> I gotta say, the used sleeves are easier than the new sleeves. To sleeve. Oh, really? Yeah, kind I of think so. In. Oh, yeah, that's true. Fraction. You're right. They're a little bit easier. They kind of seal up on you. They do, yeah. Another plug for used sleeves. <laughs> so this is kind of like a first for you. You've never really sleeved a game. No. Before, have you? This is a, this is a common this occurrence culture. in the culture. Yeah. This is a thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, and especially, um, so when we prototype games, we'll often uh, just print out prototype cards on printer paper mm -hmm. um, and then just put them in a sleeve with a like backer card that's kind of firm yeah. um, and then you know as we update the game we just update the printer paper inside of each sleeve right right uh, and so the result of this is lots and lots of card sleeving I think I sleeved and resleeved this game across development probably at least two dozen times <laughs> So, uh, doesn't really think that meant that yeah, I think so. That's Did you look forward to it? I would look forward to it. It's kind of meditative and nice. Yeah, I was. I'm just quietly sitting here doing it. Some people like focused. Some people will um, purchase board games, and all they do is organize them, like sleeve them and stuff, and then they they might not even play the game. We talked about this in the first episode. Of Did this. we? Yeah. Oh, really? The people that collect games and don't yeah, even and, and really touch them. Yeah. Well, there's one thing about collecting them and not touching them. It's a whole different thing to collect them, open them, organize sleeve them, them, sleeve them, and then not <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, finish the game. I, I have a feeling uh, there, there's a, uh, a number of listeners right now who are feeling called out. <laughs> and, and, and admittedly, uh, I mean, there's some games behind me that are still oh, in shrink too. wrap, yeah. and there are some games behind me that yeah. I haven't hit the table, especially because of pandemic in a very long time. So I can't throw too many stones. I have plenty of games in, sh in shrink wrap. I think there's that's very common. Shrink wrap or like the shrink wrap is broken, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> uh, You'll get to it. There's some games that I have gone as far as to like punch out a little punch. Put in a little bag, so I guess that maybe counts that I maybe have not played. Mm. There's a bunch of Legion expansions that I haven't played or used. Well, that's uh, miniatures gaming. That is, that is life. Is miniatures gamers? Yeah. You, <laughs> but I haven't even taken one of the box. Exactly. So that's what. I'm, yes. Oh, really? Absolutely. Oh. Yeah. There's like I have so many unassembled like boxes of miniatures. <laughs> no blasphemy. <laughs> I I was telling Corey while we were setting up that I have a goal to build, paint, and play with every mini I buy. Uh, That's a good goal. And I try to only buy for my Tyranids army, but like, admittedly, you know, again, uh, you know, I, I, I confidently say that, but in our sightline out, outside of the camera right now, you can see unpainted Tyranids. Oh, right they're there. painted? Uh, they're, they, have, they, have a, they have a base coat on them, and they've been washed. Yeah. They look pretty good. <laughs> that's two. That's two steps of like yeah. twelve. Would he get the? Done something to would them. he get the camp, the points in, uh, like an organized play structure for painted miniatures? I think technically. Ooh, yes. I don't know. That's like three color minimum though, right? Oh, is that what it is? Three color minimum? Yeah, I think so. Just put a little dab on their little heads. <laughs> Just flick red paint yeah. at them. That's Blood the third splatter. color. There you go. That's a good idea. <laughs> no one's ever thought of that before. <laughs> I'm taking from that deck too. Do you? I mean, Ooh, I, I was not. I was organizing now. I was not doing a great job at uh, okay. keeping this organized. Now we got doubles. There's two green thumbs in different decks. 
That's okay. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Mm. We'll figure That's it out off camera. What I'm here to do. I, um, on the topic of organizing games, uh, I, like many of you, I'm sure, many of you listeners, uh, just got my copy of uh, Frosthaven. I don't remember. Did we talk about this? Oh, that was, when it was the Andrews podcast, I think I held it up. I, yes, I held did. up the monstrosity. <laughs> yep. But it's all organized now. I, I got I got the like organizer that came with it, but honestly, well, like during the campaign. Yeah, from the campaign. I think originally they were going to do Broken Token, but they ended up gold, going with uh, Folded Space, which is another company that does these organizers. Uh, but I think Folded Space does like cut foam trays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. But to be honest, the base game came with some pretty nice back trays, and I ended up just uh, um, giving away the the foam organizer to oh, really? uh, a former coworker because, like, honestly, the the base game seemed organized enough. Um, got it all set up, but Sam Sam and I have yet haven't put it on the table quite yet. So, cool. Yeah, I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check it out tomorrow. My neighbor uh, invited me to sit in on their campaign, so that might be it. I'll let you know. Are you are you going to um well you can help me with these oh, aspects. Get, okay, all right. <laughs> are you gonna I only got three sleeves over here. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> here, here. <laughs> oh man. Are you going to actually play a character or are you just yes. gonna like hang out and Well at first he was saying do you want to want to hang out? I'm like, no, oh, I don't want to just hang out. Like watch <laughs> you play a game. Um I will play. So, uh, so yeah, so I'm going to just make a character in this, at least just play through this session. Sweet. Yeah. How many other players are there? Uh, three others. Okay. All right. You're going to have a full house. It's full house, right? Yep. Four, it's up to four? Yep. That's Frosthaven? Or... From, from everything I've seen so far, it looks very similar to Gloomhaven, just in like the moment-to-moment gameplay has stayed pretty similar. It's kind of that like tactical puzzle where you're kind of managing your hand of mm-hmm. cards and, and trying to burn down. Or, or like uh, manage how many cards you burn down before you're you're out and out of the game. So not having the broad experience of games like that have, as you guys have had, it it makes me think of the Doom board game from FFG. Is it like that at all? Because you have a, a little mini deck or something it, of cards you play. There there no. are there are miniature around. There are some comparisons like the card play to drive a miniatures game, but uh, this one's a little more. Oh shoot I. I'm sure there's another more direct comparison, but I'm I'm drawing a blank on. To that mechanic specifically? Yeah. It's it's a little more it's a little more puzzly than the, the Doom board game is in like um, Makes sense. <laughs> you've got kind of these you've got this deck small deck of cards, like twelve cards, that represent all of the different powers that your character has at the access to. And each card has a power on the top and the bottom and then an initiative number. And so you choose two cards that you're gonna represent your turn mm-hmm. and put them down. Um, and then the rest the rest of your cards go to the side. And then you flip them up and then you flip up all the enemy activations. And now that all this information is out, you go by initiative number through. And when you get to you, <laughs> you activate the top of one card and the bottom of the other. So it gives you, or is it, that's right, right? That sounds right. Top of one, bottom of the other. I'm sorry if I got this wrong, listeners. I, uh, <laughs> and so you have a couple different ways you can do your turn. Mm. So you, it's nice because it kind of has you make some high-level strategic decisions at the beginning of the round, and then when you get to your turn, you make some smaller tactical decisions. Um, and so it kind of breaks up the decision-making nicely. 
And then those cards go to a discard, and when you're running low on cards, you can rest and get back all your cards from your discard, except one gets burnt permanently. Mm. Um, and then there's some other choices you can make to potentially burn more. But you see so your deck gets smaller and smaller, and once you have too few cards to play, you're out. So you're kind of managing, uh, kind of like your fatigue in, in Rangers, uh, you're kind of managing this dwindling resource that kind of elegantly mm. emerges from your hand of cards. Interesting. When you uh, choose your two cards in the beginning from the deck of 12, do you share that information with your uh, allies? You can say really general things, but you're not allowed to say oh. like specifics, like I'm doing this power. Okay. You can you can say things like, I'm going to go early, and I'm going to take out these guys with an AoE, right? But you can't tell them, like, I'm playing Cinder Smash at a 53 initiative. Interesting. Well, I understood the first thing better than the second thing, so that probably works out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, if you played a lot, you'd understand. <laughs> like, I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna boost my Cinder Smash with a uh, fire mana. <laughs> but anyway, so it, approved. It, the uh, the uh, Frost Haven looks yeah, like it executes fairly similarly to Gloomhaven, but that's not a bad thing because that that puzzle is what I think keeps a lot of people oh, coming sure. back to the game. So. Yeah, is that it? Are we done with cards? We're done. Yeah. So, aside from potentially organizing stuff, Honors and I were both sleeping over here, so mm -hmm. pods might be out of order. Yeah, oh, we sure. can kind of. Uh, yeah, we can get that all set up. Yeah, get this all arranged. I am missing one explorer roll. Uh oh. It I'm could sure be. I'm sure it's here somewhere. No, not in here. We'll All right, you, you guys are going to play with more limited options today. <laughs> okay. Who's playing, me and Evan? Uh -huh. yep. Yeah, and then I'm Andrew nervous. and I are going to hang out and just judge you harshly. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not the smartest person. Oh, we're in trouble this. then. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were the smart guy. Well, you, can, you don't have to be smart to play a smart character. Oh, so okay. Don't worry about it. Yeah, the game will handle it for you. Okay, you guys have to really, like, Hover over us and say, "Do this yeah. now! Now do this." That sounds terrible. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to tell you what to really do. Fun to me, but I am going to give you. I'm going to give you crap after you do the wrong thing. You'll so. just snicker. That doesn't help. Okay. <laughs> after we do anything, just yeah. <laughs> just jeer at us over there. I'm missing a fractured wall. One of three. Uh, there's. I think there's some here, or no, those are the, here you oh. go. Oh, there it is. I was hiding these ones. These miniatures are beautiful. Who painted them? Sam Gregor Stewart painted those. Wow. Is that the guy I met at the, at the uh, coffee shop that day? No. Okay. That was, that was uh, Rob. Rob. Right. Mm. Yeah, Sam is uh, the one who wrote most of the uh, words you'll be hearing as we, as we play uh, through the game. Yes, um, that's how I know the name. Uh, he's also a uh, talented miniatures painter, so he painted up our first kind of test shots of the, the Ranger minis. Yeah, originally we were going to put these images online, but I didn't. I like in the online store, but decided to leave them off. Ultimately, these ones are a little bit smaller than the finals. Are they? Yeah. Yeah, they're a little bit bigger than this. Yeah, they, these were our first test shots, so some modifications were made after yeah. we, we made them. But they're, they're close enough, and Sam did yeah. a great job painting them. He did. Oh, yeah. 
I love the grass. Little flowers. Do you flowers want to set aside some more? Are those all the oh the valley in general cards? Oh, yeah. I'll grab these. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I got some valley cards right here. Or are you getting pictures to punch into or to to, to overlay? <laughs> Corey is juggling all of our AV equipment today. We've got a couple video feeds, uh, two different audio recorders. Corey's gonna take highlight pictures. It's a it's a whole production. <laughs> this is a um, yeah. The peerless pathfinder is missing. I don't know where it is. Hmm. We have um. The printer initially asked... Oh, wait, there it is. Oh, sweet. All right. Hey, buddy. Cool. And we also we have my prototype. It's just not printed as nice, so uh, if we need any backup cards, we can grab from that. We got them. I got more valley cards right here. Okay, cool. So nothing here is final, like printed by the final printers, right? Correct. This is all different. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so um, we, we kind of uh, talked about it a bit at the top, but yeah, we printed this at a local place. So okay. the final one, card quality will be a little different. There'll be rounded corners and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, nice. Where'd, they, where'd, where'd yeah. you print them? Uh, the set. Okay. Yeah. I was, I've been looking into that place. Yeah, I, I, wanna... liked, I liked them. Yeah, I, 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 w I went in there at first to see if they could just print proofs for us when we were... Mm -hmm. uh, reviewing everything before I went to the printer, or like our last review. And uh, it was near to the coffee shop where I was hanging out and working. Like I, I where I the, ran into you? Yeah, or, no, I was at a different coffee shop. Oh, the Spy one, House? Spy House, okay, yeah. up the block, right? And uh, I was gonna I was gonna leave there and go and then see if I could find some place to print it, so I just like Googled up a Noob. printer, so I was like, oh, it's like right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so okay, cool. I just walked down the street and went in, and it's, it's uh, I think people just aren't used to people just walking in. Oh, Corey, oh I think yeah. You just walked in too, right? I did it the other day, yeah. yeah. I, was like, I was like, oh, I have some questions for her. And I just like went over because I wanted coffee at Dogwoods. Yeah. <laughs> so, I just, so I just walked in and you know talked to them old school. It was really awesome. Mm. Um, and they, they didn't really have time to print it in time to, for us to review uh, before it went to the printer. But uh, when we decided we wanted to do this, we were hoping to have like a, I don't know, like a line sample or something by this point. So I thought we might have it, but uh, since we didn't, decided to just print, print this with them. Mm -hmm. I think they did a great job. Yeah, looks great. And the books. And the books too. Yeah, and the books. Books are great. Yes. They're a little thicker. Let me look at this book. Yeah, they're a little thicker. So the the binding, like at the seam in some of the pages, you'll kind of see, uh, kind of see through where it's bound to get stitched together. Yeah, and they, they squared off the spines mm. also. Super cool. Oh, weird. This is oh. the kind of thing I, I was in the market for when I was thinking about smart set. So how oh, much nice. do these cost? <laughs> this whole thing was $300. OK. But they trimmed it also. Yeah, all the cards, yeah. Mm -hmm. And found those. Yeah, mm -hmm. found those. Super cool. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, I'm impressed with all the work it probably took them to cut all this and get it all figured out. like. And they reprinted and they screwed up the first time, and the, then they fixed it for free. So, mm. yeah, it's, it's commercial. commercial. <laughs> yeah, commercial for us. Right set. To be fair, I should have been more specific with my card size. I, <laughs> I said poker. I should have just said the millimeters. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So it's a little on me. 
poker set. Well, that's all right. They didn't blame you. They didn't blame me. They, they were like, nice. "Sir, yes, sir. We will print another one for you." <laughs> yeah. So is this is this going to be its own episode? This one here. Yeah. So we're we're just kind of um, sleeving and chatting, and we're going to put this up, um, and then once the, the two of you dive in and start playing, we'll we'll kind of do that as a separate episode as well. All right. Yeah, we don't talk uh, yeah. off camera, yeah. so we're working out the show right now. <laughs> um, do it live. Um, so you want to do the things we're into while we're? Let me think. I didn't even think about the thing. <laughs> I'm Have into. I been into anything? It would just be talking about Marvel Snap. It's time for Andre Snap Corner. Yeah. 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 yeah, You posted a screenshot. You're so excited yeah. about. The it was amazing. And I text. I, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say. I, I then I directly messaged uh, Andrew an even higher power level because I didn't want to spam <laughs> yeah. the podcast chat, um, but uh, I had to share it with somebody. So, yeah. Oh yeah, I, I've I've also still been playing. I play Marvel Snap every night. Wow. Yeah. What's wow. your current collection level? I I'm a little ashamed. My collection level's only like like sixteen fifty. Oh. I thought so. you'd be ashamed at how high it is. I'm ashamed at how high. <laughs> yeah, me too. Oh, I'm, how high I'm ashamed at how high. It's like twenty one hundred or something. Okay, like that. that's not that's not too high. No. What I think you, I was at seventeen. I'm probably at eighteen hundred now. Okay. Something like that. So. Does it just keep going forever? Yeah, probably. There's, there's not a level cap. The, theoretically, there is. Is so, there a time where you have to retire? Well, that collection level, it'll like you can just like three thousand. Like now, you just have to start over. You just yeah, I guess. <laughs> I think the collection That's level, level yeah. you just keep collecting, maybe tokens and stuff. Yeah. Well, at a, at a certain point, so collection level is gained by like you get cards and you can upgrade their quality. And when you upgrade their quality, you increase your collection level, which unlocks new cards. Okay. Theoretically, if you played just an absurd amount, you could unlock every card in the game and upgrade them all to their maximum quality. And then there's nothing else to, to do. But they're releasing... <laughs> the there <laughs> must be something else to do. Surely they've thought of that. Well, I think keep it scales exponentially or logarithmically or whatever. So, like, it... By the... I don't know if anybody has achieved this before they start releasing new cards. <laughs> so I think they're generally safe, is my impression. Well, there is a counter that resets, though. Um, right? Your bronze, silver, gold... Oh, yeah, like your rank. rank. Yeah, yeah rank. That resets every. It's not chapter. What is it called? Season. Season. Season yeah. See, yeah, I, you can tell month. I don't play these these uh, games very often. So yeah, I don't know the terminology. Well, I'm grateful that you guys are still playing because I have yeah. I have five friends. I'd say that I have been texting with. You know, did you do this yet? Check this <laughs> out. And I, I I invented a new. I invented. I came up with a new deck, and I was really excited about it. And I shared it with everyone. And you're the only person who said, "Oh, cool." <laughs> and I was like, you're still playing that? Are you still playing? Uncool. Yeah, I haven't played this since before Christmas. So but I, I couldn't fully I play you your guys. I couldn't play your deck because I didn't have all the cards you had, so oh. I played like a facsimile of it. So. <laughs> yeah. Well and, well, and they, cool, they, they just released the ability to play match up against your friends and play what? your friends. We gotta do that. Well yeah. we're all here. Yeah, we gotta do it. <laughs> On stream. <laughs> no. This is an Earthborn podcast, yeah. you guys. <laughs> um, I'm shaking my head for those of you listening to the audio version. All right, so for non-Marvel Snap things we're into, what are you into, Andrew? <laughs> yeah. I'm, de I'm, definitely, I'm still, still definitely not into Marvel Snap. You're lost. <laughs> Never tried it. Yes. No, <laughs> no I, just, I don't do gaming on my phone. I just, I don't, you will. I, you will. Nope. Nope. Not you into will. it. Um, 
But I did get a PlayStation 5 yesterday. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, at long last. Already. No, I, I haven't. I've, I've been wanting to get one mm-hmm. for the past couple of years. But every time I went to purchase one, it's just not available. Yeah. So every once in a while, I'll either, you know, do a quick, like, if I have to go to Target for something, you know, like, ah, I'll just take a quick run by the video game section to see if there's any consoles and there's, there never are. No. It's just this sad, yeah, empty, empty case with a TV that's usually turned off. It's it, it just looks like it's been looted. Mm-hmm. You've so. looked at a lot of PS4 price labels on a yeah. shelf. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Or exactly. PS5. Yeah, PS5 exactly. <laughs> and like the only thing they have that, at Target usually when I go is the the Xbox, Xbox Series S. S. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want that. Is that, the, that? Is, that the, is that the lower one? Yeah, okay. Considered. No one wants that. Uh, well, someone might, I think, eventually be like, fine, I'll buy it. <laughs> Good enough. Uh, I'll just buy the other one when I, <laughs> when I find one. Uh, but I went to Amazon yesterday, and they didn't have the regular ones available, but the bundles for um, God of War Ragnarok were on sale. So I bought one. And, and then I got it like three day, three hours. Mm. It's like That's that. It showed up in the evening. Yeah, it's scary. The- Have you been playing, <laughs> playing that? I tried it last night for about an hour. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. The lighting is really, really good in that game. Did you play the uh, first God of War uh, reboot? Yep. Yeah, I like the game a lot. I think I played through it twice. Yeah, it, it was it was incredible. So I'm excited. I'm, yeah. I haven't gotten the chance to play the new one yet, but I'm excited. Yeah, it's cool. It doesn't have quite as good part of a hitting opening as the first one did like mm-hmm. that, that was like really resonant and like i think really brought you into that character and what was going on with them right away mm-hmm. uh he was like chopping down that tree and you obviously you figure out as you're playing like what he was actually doing very very cool so maybe there'll be some sort of reveal later on with what's going on at the beginning of this one but uh yeah graphically it looks pretty amazing it's not as big of a leap from like PS3, was almost like PS3, PS4, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. PS4 to PS5. Yeah, I feel like that's going to get smaller and smaller. Yeah, I, I was not on. blown away. I mean, it looks. I mean, just because I've, it's been so normalized, mm-hmm. uh, it looks great. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it didn't. I wasn't like, oh my god, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. I mean, I really right. think we're kind of reaching a phase of like plateauing off where the limiting factor isn't hardware as much anymore as it is just like artists time and yeah. like you know like style and just the feasibility of organizing a triple a development team that size right that's going to start being the limiting factor more than hardware these days yeah well the art's great i mean the texture work is amazing uh, kratos's skin is very skin <laughs> <laughs> such skin mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> like he's got a lot going on in his face so like hollows of his eyes and like all the creases and stuff on his face it, like he looks phenomenal do you ever stop and think though like that's really awesome but do i want this like do i need to see every little freckle on a god you know yes you do every every pore increases my enjoyment anders i do too yeah i don't i guess i do see my yeah you like it yeah i do the more realistic skin looks i think the better for me like yeah. having those layers where there's like trans- some transparency and they're actually yeah. trying to mimic I like your... to um, walk the character into a corner just mm-hmm. so the camera gets real close to their face 
you know, and I can just admire like oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. artistry <laughs> yeah whatever I do that a lot. I really liked those I like loading, you know those loading screens <laughs> on Heavy Rain. You're playing Heavy Rain. I've never heard of that. Uh, well, it's a it's it's like an it's an adventure game. It's uh, a Chronic Dream Chronic game Dream, from like yeah. the PS3 era. Yeah, mm, no, I didn't. It gets a lot of, like a lot of people make fun of it, but I thought it was really good. I enjoyed it quite a bit. But the loading screens were just the character faces, giant mm. on the screen, and you could just like use the controller to look around with them. Go oh, funny. The yeah, and it was a it was a resolution that you didn't get in the game. It was mm. they were just oh. massive. Because uh, it was probably just like a hollowed out version of their oh, this sure. portion of the model. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's a long way of saying <laughs> the, the skin looks great. Uh, and I think the controller is really great. Like, In God of War. The controller itself. Oh, the controller, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. yeah. The dual sense. It is nice. It's yeah. a very, very nice controller. Yeah. Well, it's got the fancy, like, the triggers, like, have some kind of yeah, they have haptics, haptics in them. Mm-hmm. And, like, tension, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Provides. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I played a little bit of that uh, last night. That was pretty cool. And I downloaded a bunch of things that I owned, both the PS4 and PS5 versions. So uh, like uh, Horizon Forbidden West. I never finished that game, so maybe I'll go back and mm-hmm. poke around at that. There's some things that I was telling Fisher about while I was playing on PS4 where I just thought to myself, this is an effect that will look way better on the PS5, and here they're like, ah, just slap a texture on it. Mm, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks terrible. Oh. So, uh, yeah, so Fisher asked me if I would be, how disappointed I would be if I... <laughs> if you go back and it's exactly the same exactly on PS5. The same. <laughs> I'll be very disappointed. It might be. But I would be shocked. Uh, yeah, so that's so that's exciting. I hear that exciting. the uh, the game that's bundled in, the Astros, yes, is really fun really good. with the controller. Yeah. I've heard that's the only thing that really uses the controller to that extent. In my experience, that's yeah, yeah, that's the and case. It's like still the best example of just the yeah. tech demo. It's cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about it, right, the developers of Astro's Playroom were trying to show off that hardware, right. whereas most of these other developers are like developing and trying to publish to three different platforms, mm-hmm. um, sometimes four if they're going to yeah, switch. Say at least. And then like somebody comes to them and goes, all right, there's these weird haptic controls, this this weird haptic control API that we should plug into. Like, do we have time for this? And then everybody at the dev team looks at them like, no, we don't have time for that. Yeah. <laughs> a, that is solidly nice to have territory. Yeah. It's, it's way down the list, way down the list. Uh, that's what I was saying. My, my sons were very excited. Oh, very I bet. Excited. Yeah, Sebastian, I, I picked when I picked him up from school. He was like, "What?" Yeah. Did did he not know it was coming? No, I didn't know. I, I guess it was coming. It came in three hours. Yeah, it showed up. Like, yeah, Sam didn't know it was coming. Can you imagine He's if like, your dad? Why didn't you tell me? Like, I just ordered. I'm sorry for not telling me. Can you imagine if your dad was like super into gaming when you were a kid, and then like, "Hey, we got I, the latest. Yeah, I can't. All the latest gear." That's um, my dad was a yeah, cool uh, dad. Yeah, <laughs> my, my dad was uh, worked on supercomputer compilers and got to go to like the first public showing of the N sixty four. So like they 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 showed off like uh, Mario, where you know like they have his face and he follows the cursor and then you run around in three D. And my dad came home, and like he played a little games but not a ton and like was like describing it to us right <laughs> except he was like I, I forget exactly how he said it but he was like um it's like the camera's zooming around in 3d i think it's gonna make people sick i don't think it's gonna take <laughs> off <laughs> this n64 thing i don't know and like you know me and my little brother are just like 
you know, in awe. We want to see it so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'd be funny if your dad was describing it to you and your brother as like as he was as if he was like a little kid too. And then Mario's face <laughs> pulled pull on his nose. It's so cool. <laughs> But uh, while well, you've been doing uh, in, in, in PlayStation land, uh, my things I've been to lately, games-wise at least, is uh, I've been really using my Game Pass to its, its fullest potential. Nice. Mm. Um, I played a bit of, maybe a few hours of Hi-Fi Rush. Mm. I don't know if you, have you, have you guys I've, seen this? Yeah, it's got a lot of buzz right now. Yeah, it's kind of... Um, kind of like shadow dropped it or whatever they call that. Like just kind of... Came out of nowhere. Oh, did it really? Yeah. Oh, is that the game? It wasn't. The, they the announced it and it came out. He has like a robot thing. arm or something. Yeah. 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 So like the, the whole premise is that he gets these cybernetics, but like right before he gets his cybernetics, his iPod like falls onto his chest and gets implanted in him. And now he has to do everything to the beat of music. Um, so it's kind <laughs> of like Crypt of the Necrodancer, except if Crypt of the Necrodancer was actually Devil May Cry. So you kind of mm-hmm. do like swooping combo based scored combat but you have to do it all to the beat wow um and so everything happens to the beat and all your combos kind of happen to the beat what happens if you fall off the beat um do you take damage or something no i mean like uh, you might because all of the enemies hit you on the beat so mm-hmm. like your dodges have to be on the beat I see. and like if you're hitting your when you hit the button he doesn't strike until the beat so if you hit the button more in sync with the beat it like boosts your damage um yeah i, I saw a review and it was saying that you don't really get penalized if you don't have good rhythm it's more you get like bonuses. a boost if you are on rhythm i see well, yeah. if you don't That's have a better way of doing it yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh it's normal yeah no, you're just okay devil may cry style they give you like a score at the end or like bayonetta those kind of games that give mm. you that score at the end of each encounter and mm. so you get a score based on like how in rhythm you were along <clears> with, what's like, the highest score s plus yeah something like that it is it is on like the like yeah, tier list scale of like you know letter grades and then s at the top good game you recommend it yeah i've been really enjoying it it's like it's the animations are like super polished and kind of remind mm-hmm. me of like that kind of dragon prince style 3d animation like cell shaded yeah. yeah okay and Very um actually cell shaded. a lot of things say they're cell shaded now oh they're not but they aren't but they're just kind of you know it's i don't know it doesn't feel so cell shaded mm. all the time this one really does though yeah it's it's gorgeous like mm. it's it's and the art style is kind of like Jet Set Radio, um, this very colorful mm-hmm. mishmash of all sorts of stuff. Um, are you on rollerblades or something? No, I don't think so. <laughs> it looks like you are. You, you, a lot of your movement is very like swoopy, and you, you yeah, do some like grinding. Blading and stuff. around, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rollerblades are coming back. They're cool again. <laughs> are they? I think so. Do you, do, do you own some? I, my, back in the day, I did. But, oh, okay. well, I mean, I just feel like you know, '90s stuff is. Becoming cool again. Didn't so. you blade into college every day? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, yeah, say they're inline skates. Yeah, <laughs> rollerblades. <laughs> the brand. I wish I did. <laughs> I wish I was cool enough to do that. <laughs> the uh, the other Game Pass game I've been playing lately is uh, Pentiment. Oh yeah, yeah. Which that is also looks good. Obsidian. Uh, it's an Obsidian RPG that's done in the style of like an illuminated manuscript. Ooh, that's um, cool. Yeah. And it is, it's from like the early 1500s, so right around like the Lutheran Reformation. And that's you are, an old video game. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> yeah. I was going to make that. <laughs> well done. <laughs> I was going to say, I didn't know they made video games back then. 
<laughs> That's okay. what they're doing. They had to draw them all frame by frame. Those monks, they would sit there for days. They illuminate the every time. frame of the game. Uh-huh. And then when you make a decision, they switch to a new book. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hold on a second. Why is this called a video game? <laughs> what is video? But they, 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 they do some cool things with it, like all of the different characters. They use different fonts for all of the, the speech. Mm. And... Like, kind of based on... At first, I thought it was, like, based on the education of the character. But actually, like, in a certain couple points, uh, a character might buck your expectations of them. Mm. And, like, you might think, oh, he's a snobby royal. But then, like, you learn he's actually fairly well educated. And in that moment, when you realize it changes the script he's using. So it's actually more your character's impression Mm. of that person's, like, intelligence or whatever. That's cool. Um, And also, like, when the text spawns in, it'll spawn in with typos. And then this little effect will, uh, like, scratch off the typos and re-illuminate them, hmm. or, like, redraw them. And this kind of ties in. The, the game has broader th- um, themes about, like, history and who gets to write history and how history is changed and recorded. And so even the little UI bits are kind of hinting at this theme of, like, changed and recorded history. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. My other one fun fact about this game is our former coworker worked on it. Who? Uh, Brett. Oh, yeah. Yes. Brett Kluster was, nice. like, the lead engineer. His cre- his name shows up, like, second name of the credits at the start oh, of the awesome. game. Yeah, yeah. I, like, he's one of my uh, PSN friends. Oh, cool. So whenever he comes on, it's always, like, at a weird time of the day. I'm always like, what's he working on? Pentiment. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool he's still there. Like, he, that's where he went right after he left FFG. Oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he's... He, his credit is on Pentiment. I don't know where he's at right now, but... That's cool. Yeah. But anyway, that's that's what I've been playing. Uh, how about you, Evan? Besides Marvel uh, Snap. Yeah, Snap. Um, but I haven't really had a lot of time to sit down and play games. And honestly, when I do, I just I have trouble. Like, I'm like in a kind of a lull right now where I'm not. I don't even want to commit the energy to get into a game. So, um, I haven't really been in any specific specific games. Although I've I'm really into that. Um, HBO Last of Us series. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's pretty, pretty good. I I oh, played okay. through the the game years ago, so I, but it was so long ago. I don't really remember the story that well. <laughs> so mm-hmm. other than the broad brushstroke idea, um, so a lot of it just rewatching the show was new to me, and I also learned that it it took some liberties with some of the aspects just to draw the show out or to create more of an emotional punch. Um, episode three is like pretty intense <laughs> the, the, yeah the third episode yeah. <laughs> it was like i cried harder than i thought i would at that show i yeah. was i was sadder than i thought i could be at the last of us and not for the reasons i thought i was going to be mm-hmm. you know i thought i was yeah. gonna be sad for one reason and it was a totally different yeah. reason and i was way more sad <laughs> yeah it's it's funny and I, I asked megan if she wanted to watch it she's she was probably thinking it was like a, a star wars show or something which she doesn't really get into as much so there's times where I'd already watched the episodes, so we were rewatching them together, and she'd like pull out her phone at a moment that I knew like <laughs> something cool was gonna happen, and I'm just like, I don't want to like tell her to pay attention because it just kind of ruins it. But, uh, <laughs> but then by by the time episode two rolled around, she's she's like fully committed to the show, and, like not looking at her phone and stuff. And then yeah. episode three was just like, yeah, like a tearjerker for like both of us. So, mm-hmm. oh, but it's really good. I, I've definitely done the like. Uh, the jerk thing when you're watching something and you know 
thinks about it, yeah. the, the person yeah. next to you doesn't. Where like something happened yeah. in episode four where I went, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I went like, oh shit, yeah. and like I just totally involuntary. And Sam's like, is something gonna happen? And I'm like, never mind. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> like, no, I just pooped my pants. <laughs> it's like you want them to experience the thing the way you did, and you just have to just kind of be hands off, you know? Right. Just let it be. Yeah, because, I mean, ironically, you'll ruin it. If you say yeah. something, they won't get the experience yep. you have. Watch this right? part's very yep. good. Yeah. Watch, watch. <laughs> Eyes on the screen. Oh, wait, I was wrong. It's the next part. <laughs> Hold on. This yeah, so I, don't, I don't have HBO Max, so I don't really have the option to watch it, but I'm not really, I don't really feel like I'm missing out on anything, even though people are saying, like, it's, mm-hmm. it's awesome. Like, I, I'm... It's not awesome. It's okay. <laughs> That's my, it's okay. my point of view. My, my, <laughs> the first two episodes, I, I thought, this is just, this is fine. It's yeah. a fine zombie show. Nothing special. Third episode, it does different things that are really cool. Yeah, well, so I, it could get I, really good. Yeah, yeah, so I'm I'm pretty familiar with the game. I played through it a couple times um, to a point uh, because it's you know it's a game just just sort of absolute misery, and there's just some things that are just so burned in my brain. I was like, I don't need to see that again. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, but I have played through the section of the game that where episode three was, and you know the, the way they told that story, and that was all with like found objects mm-hmm. and you know like little journal entries and things. And mm-hmm. I had to rewatch still, that on YouTube. Just yeah, it was a pretty, remember. it was still pretty uh, potent storytelling wise, even just like reading and finding those clues mm-hmm. in the uh, in the environment. So I think it's cool that they brought it to life instead I mean, that was a, mm-hmm. it's, I mean much better than like characters sitting around like <laughs> but uh might have been cool for me like last of us is still i think one of my one of my favorite if not the like the game i still feel like did narrative cinematic storytelling in a video game better than any other game ever mm-hmm. and is still one of the best examples of Storytelling, not just in a video game, but just storytelling in general. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, from my perspective, that's a work of art that does not, the, the TV show does not need to exist. Mm-hmm. Right. But clearly, it's introducing it to a lot more people. If you go to try to buy The Last of Us right now, it's like full price. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I had, I've been thinking, like, all these people talking about The Last of Us, like, it, oh, like, that's right? what it is. Yeah, yeah remastered, but oh. at full price. It's, but it, I, it's more than remastered, though. I, I, they did a, for me, remastering is like high res textures yeah. slapped over. They're still previous. double dipping, but they're, they're, doing it, they're doing it right. Okay, but they're yeah. not Skyrim double dipping. <laughs> right, yeah. fair enough. Quintuple uh, dipping. Yeah. Right. So they're uh, so yeah, it might be better, but obviously it's perfectly timed. People are interested, in, you know, yeah. paying a lot. That's you know good for them. That's great. Uh, but I feel like part of what makes the story so good. Spoiler alert. For a video game, I won't. So just show, if you haven't played the video game, you're watching the show, just be aware of the words that are about to come out. I haven't played the video game, so... Oh. I, can, I can say it in a spoilerish <laughs> way. Okay. Like, you are controlling a character who, in Joel, who you might not... You might agree with his what he's doing, or you might disagree with what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Long and short, as, as, the, as the player, you have no agency in his decisions. Mm-hmm. And... For a game that's so cinematic, that kind of like feels like an RPG at times. Uh, I remember feeling this like great resistance to wanting to continue, knowing where it was going and mm. what he was doing, and you're the one doing it, and you're like, 
<laughs> oh god, I have to do this. It's like, oh, it's, it's, it's gut wrenching. It's mm. not, and it's not in a bad kind of ham-fisted way, like the way it is in like GTA Five when you're essentially like forced to torture somebody mm-hmm. uh, in a scene. It's not like that where I didn't want to do that, and I just kind of like t- experimented with what lo- what little could I do to not participate in this, and it kind of gives you some outs. Yeah. This is like ingrained into the story, and you're super invested in the character, uh, so that by the end, like you are such a bundle of like nerves and emotions, where it uh, the ending is so impactful, so powerful and thought provoking that I just don't feel like there's any way you can actually recapture that in passive media. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll mm-hmm. be good. I get you, yeah. But when you're playing it, there's just something more to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, like taking that element out, it's like I don't, I don't want to just sit back and just watch this happen because I already experienced the best version of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, play The Last of Us if you haven't. It's very good. I will. Yeah, yeah I might. it's on. You can. It's now on PC, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I think so. Right. It is. Okay. I'm pretty sure it is. Actually, I think it's going to be. I don't think it's there yet. Maybe the remastered one isn't there yet? I thought they released it, but maybe they didn't. I don't think they have yet. No. Whatever. Anyway, it's very good. It'd be worth getting a console to play. I mean, it used to be like five bucks, but now it's mm-hmm. 50, yeah. 60. <laughs> That's compelling, say, yeah. though, what you said. Yeah, that makes me want to play it rather than watch the show. Yeah. And I, I you know, the show will probably make me replay it um, because I've been thinking about the game mm-hmm. ever since, so. What the you game... should play the game again before you watch the show so that it's not spoiled. I'd rather have the yeah. show spoiled mm-hmm. for me than have the game spoiled for me. Spoilers don't really ruin things for me. Really? I spoil stuff all the time. Oh, that's right. You I, watch, like, I all spoil Marvel. I spoil and... Star Wars. Yeah. I just do it. I don't care. Kind of like you. <laughs> we just have kind of not great memories. Yeah. That, that, yeah. <laughs> that too. I have a terrible memory. I, honestly, so. my favorite books, I couldn't tell you what they're about. <laughs> I just know I liked it, you know? Well, books are different. Books have, yeah, they're, they're, it's difficult for books to like find purchase in one's mind. Unless you're, yeah. unless you're discussing it. I sure. feel it's very, very difficult. Have we discussed this on the show? I think we have. I think we, we have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't remember. Okay, sh- shut up. That's <laughs> why book clubs are fun. Yeah, Ho- hopefully most of our listeners are, are like you guys and just have forgotten. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah, oh, they're talking about books again. <laughs> Those guys... <laughs> Well, and, and then and finally, how about you, Anders? Anything besides Marvel Snap? Uh, I'm on this streak of downloading games for my Steam Deck and then utilizing Steam's amazing return policy. So I've played like 10 minutes of a, quite a few games recently that I just didn't like. Mm. What's, Steam, what's Steam's return policy? If you haven't played more than two, two hours. hours of it and it's no more than two weeks after you bought it, you can just, they'll just give you a full refund. Wow. With no, no explanation. I did it like five times in a row, so you can yeah. just keep doing it. <laughs> it must be nice to be so flush with cash that it's like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. Money right. in, money out. Big deal. I know, I know. But I played, what did I try? One game that's kind of popular right now is Pizza Tower. Have you heard of this one? No. It's kind of a Wario Land-like. Not WarioWare, but Wario Land. Okay. What's War- Wario Land? It's, it's more of a platformer. Okay. Um... It's really great. Wario Land 3 is an amazingly designed game. Oh, there's three of them? There's four. <laughs> there's four. <laughs> they yeah. originally started on the Game Boy, I believe. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Also, in, in uh, video game news, you can now play 
Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games on Nintendo Switch Online. Oh. And Wario Land 3 is one of them. So oh. play that one. It's, amazing. it's really, really cool. <laughs> Last but, of Us and Wario Land 3. <laughs> and Metroid Prime Remaster, uh, remaster yeah. is also out. Speaking of remasters. Ooh. Which I can't wait to play that. I've never played it. <laughs> it was fun. I like that game. And now you can actually move the camera with the second joystick. Mm. Where you couldn't with the whatever game. It was on GameCube first? Yep. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I played it on the Wii, though. Six. Yeah, and then you could like motion control. The I played game. it on the Wii with a GameCube controller. Oh, I okay. played huh. most of my Wii experience playing GameCube games that I didn't play on GameCube. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I borrowed a lot of them. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get Metroid Prime now unless you, I guess, emulate it, which I haven't done. Yeah. So I'm really excited to try that out. That's it look, cool. looks really cool. But yeah, pepperoni or what is it called? Pizza Tower. <laughs> it's a Wario Land like, and uh, it's just like crazy platformer which i usually am into but it's just all about momentum and speed and it's just it's overwhelming is it a side-scrolling platform yeah yeah but it's it's all on you know youtube and streamers are playing it it's got really high reviews i'm not sure if i'm gonna return it yet might give it another chance it's lovely you can buy something yeah <laughs> throw a bone <laughs> well eventually i'll commit to something <laughs> <laughs> you you get my five dollars <laughs> well i got some steam bucks for my birthday from my sister so oh nice uh, so i may use the money from pepperoni tower or whatever the hell it's called <laughs> and the steam bucks to get like, maybe the last of us maybe i'll wait for that yeah there you go yeah well i, I thought i thought i also you'd... tried to play wingspan Oh, yeah, how did that I returned, go? That was one of the ones that I returned. Oh, That's actually version. why I've been nervous to learn the rules, because I was overwhelmed by the rules in just the video game version of mm. that. And I was like, wait, maybe I'm not good at learning complex uh, games. Well, we'll find out. Yeah. We, we, how would it compare? They're not at all the same. <laughs> but, like, but like in terms of complexity of, you know, uh, movements and... I, 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 have, I have some bad news for you. I think we might be a little heavier than Wingspan. So, uh. <laughs> but <laughs> I watched the intro on the YouTube channel, and it mm-hmm. seems all right. It seems yeah. better than that. I think it's... Uh... Bad UI in the video game, I think. Oh, really? I didn't like the UI. I haven't played the, the digital one. You agree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually had a hard time learning it on the video game. So maybe it's just a bad tutorial mm. on the Wingspan game. Yeah, I think board, board games, video game version of board games are really hit and miss. Like, sometimes they're great. I think the... The most fun I've ever had with one was the old Xbox uh, Live Arcade version of Carcassonne. Oh, yeah. That was great. And then, like, uh, there was a newer one release in uh, Switch. That one's terrible. Oh, really? I don't like it at all. Hmm. It's ugly. It's not, like, the other one has <laughs> so much charm. As well. Except for the art. The, the, the bird art is fine. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's too bad, because it's actually, like, a, a nice-looking physical mm-hmm. game. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like the looks of it. Well, uh, we'll, 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 we'll see how you do with, with Rangers uh, next episode. Tune um, in. <laughs> yeah, I would say, like, if you were to compare it to Wingspan, it's, it's a little bit different. It's kind of like apples and oranges. Okay. Um, so, so therefore, yeah, we, we don't know. We'll yeah. find out. Yeah. Like, Wingspan has more abstraction going on than Rangers does. I, I think Rangers probably applies more to, appeals more to your gamer knowledge from video games. Okay. Okay. Where great. a lot of the things you would expect to be able to do in a video game, like an adventure video game, you will be able to do in here, and it'll just kind of click okay. thematically with you. I can't wait then. I'm not nervous anymore. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, I think that, that, that covers things we're into. Yeah. Thanks for watching, everybody. 
Am I the host now again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take, take over. You're better at it than me. Send us your questions at Earthborn Games, whatever. And uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs> Great job. And we'll be playing the game, me and Evan. Yeah. Thanks for watching. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>